from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the live edition of the Break the Bell Podcast, the place where you come to do brain stretches and calisthenics and all that squishy brain stuff. Uh, I, th- I thought you were pointing at something. No, no, I was doing calisthenics. Oh, so. brain calisthenics. Yeah, well, you can't see those. Oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> you can Hello, hear them, though. Beautiful bell breakers. It is good to be here live from the bell tower. It is always a good time to be here every Monday night live. And now we're live for every weekend wrap-up, too. Yes. So, And soon we'll be live some weekend mornings, soon, yeah. whatever that means. Yes. So uh, we had posted an announcement and mentioned in our 100th episode last week now we're going to kick off a short-form morning show soon, as uh, loosely <laughs> described as, as you can of the yeah. word uh, soon. Uh, that could mean next week. That could mean next year. We don't know yet. We have not really put that together yet. But soon, we will be doing some form of a morning show, and it will be shorter than this like two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour show. So if you can't make it through this long-form show we do, we got something coming for you, so so just just hang tight there. It's like Good Morning America, except for shorter and with two Al Rokers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. No Hodas. No no Hodas. Is Hoda Good Morning America, yeah. or is she another morning? I, I don't you know. You know, they all blend together, to be I, honest. They, they do. And it's not The View, either. It's not. No. It's no. early morning. No. I'd say it's a cross between, like, Good Morning America and, like, uh, Man Cow's Morning Madness. Do you okay, remember like that, that show? Yes, yeah, it's probably more of the sarcastic assholery yes. morning radio program than it is the uh, um, serious. Yes. Like wake up to uh, these wonderful, perfect, perfectly combed hair, perfectly right. groomed uh, reporters like yeah. um, Hoda or who? Who's the other ones? K- that, Kathy. Oh, uh, the other. It wasn't Katie Couric. Yeah, Katie like, Couric was on yeah. it for a while. I, I was gonna say. Um, uh, God, what's his name? The uh, uh, Snuffle Up, I guess. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, was yeah. he a morning one though, or was he just so. an evening one? Yeah, I, he just an evening. He might have filled in. But for some who's uh, who's the guy that um that pissed off Tom Cruise? <sighs> oh God, I don't know. He was the one that uh Matt Lauer. Matt, Matt Lauer. Lauer. Yes. Yeah, they got yes. booted. Him yeah. and Katie Pow- uh Keurig were Yeah, together, I forgot right? that they got yeah they got booted off, or he got booted yeah. off because he's a deviant. Yes, um, yes. But... I, you could see it in his eyes. Tom Cruise knew it. <laughs> yeah, Tom, that's why Tom Cruise was really pissed off, not because he was an insane psychopath. Matt, you're being glib. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> stop locking girls in your in your office, Matt. So I'd say it's more going to be like a morning radio yeah, station, minus know. maybe the sound effects. Maybe we'll have sound effects. We, I don't know. I don't. We can work on that. We'll, Baby we'll, steps. We don't know what it's going to be, yeah. but we will find out. Why did every time we start this, like within thirty seconds, this little ding thing goes yeah. off and a pop up pops up? Sound stuff. My computer's going to die eventually, and that will be don't a sad, that. sad day. That will be. But. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? This week we get to talk about, um, I don't know, it's, a, it's another one of those things that you have to like step back and ask yourself, is this satire? Is this really happening? Right. Um, <laughs> is this like something taken from the Babylon Bee? But we know right. it's not the Babylon Bee, because no. the Babylon Bee got the axe on Twitter. Right. So, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, well, this is when when real life parodies parody. <laughs> yeah. When when real life becomes uh, harder to believe than the yeah. the parody accounts, that's when you know that we've done fucked up yeah. because um, we we shouldn't have to ask that question. Like, is this the onion? Is right. it like? Is yeah. this, what am I reading? Do you, it's sad when you have to go back and check the source right. yeah. to make sure it's real life or not. Yeah. And this week we're talking about, um, I, for lack of better words, the, the Ministry of Truth. <laughs> yes, and I saw somebody has that Twitter handle, and they posted it, and I was like, Okay, is that real, no. or is that somebody messing around? Yeah, and, pe- people and, always get me with those. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, this guy's written. No, this is a parody. Yeah, and then, yeah. Again, it's back to the thing. It's like yeah. when you got to ask the question. Right, right. It's sad, <clears throat> but um, the the government announced their new uh, what what do they call it? Disinformation Governance Board. Yes, yeah. which sounds just as ominous as the uh, Ministry right, of, of Truth. <clears throat> and they're like. Sitting there like, oh, no, this is not anything like the Ministry of Truth. Yeah. It's way less evil. And it's a branch of Homeland Security. <laughs> yeah, which makes it that much yeah. sketchier. Yeah. <clears throat> Gosh, I got, like, shit in my throat. Mm. I haven't all day, and now that we start talking, it's time for the, the throat shit. <laughs> so <laughs> It's like Amber Heard was just here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. God, back on track. <laughs> So this whole thing is being, like, obviously they're defending it. Yeah. The, the creators of it, the people pushing it, are defending it as protecting privacy and civil rights and civil liberties, which right. to me is hilariously ironic yeah. to me. It's like, yeah, for uh, to protect civil rights, we're going to announce this group that is going to censor uh, content. Right. But uh, don't worry, we're not going to use it to weaponize against yeah. citizens because we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't. That we're using it. It's kind of like what was the other Homeland Security the 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 big big thing that they're famous for? Oh, the Patriot Act. Yeah, how yeah. Uh, that was just for that wasn't for citizens, no. but that was for like foreign terrorists. Yeah. If you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, that was for the brown people for in right. other countries. And then what? A year ago, all of a sudden, it's like you know what would be a good right. idea? Yeah. What if we tailor this to also include citizens? Yeah. And yeah. all of the people that were like, hey, they're going to use this against us someday. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, this isn't weaponized against right. citizens. Now, guess what? It's weaponized against a citizen. Yeah. So for them to say this truth ministry or whatever, the the dis, disinformation, the fake news um, yeah. board, whatever, governance board, oh, it's not it's not uh, yeah. weaponized against. Give, give it a couple of years. If, if not immediately, at right. least give it. A year yeah. or two. Well, I guarantee they have. They already have their ten-year plan for this thing. You know, they already know. Okay, let's target these groups first, and then we're going to hit over here on these groups, and then we're going to hit this. And because the the only reason they come up with stuff like this is because they already see a problem, and they they this is the this is the solution they found for it for a threat against yeah, their story. Exactly. Basically, is what it is. It's not. It's not like how dangerous to national security is disinformation right. yeah really i mean obviously we had russian collusion in the, right. uh, the during the election yeah. and obviously we've got all this russian misinformation coming out from the ukraine war right. that we we can't uh, really yeah. allow to be spoken of here and it's easier to just say instead of saying like trying to clarify well this is wrong because of this this and this and this is what's right instead isn't it just easier to just cut that information off and right. not allow yeah. people to have access to yeah. it. And that's the stuff we're going to be talking about in 
this episode. We're going to talk, this one's titled Truth Ministry, because there's no really better yeah. term for it, because that's what it seems like to me. Right. I mean, the leader of the Truth Ministry has come out and said that it's not the Truth Ministry, right. but... <laughs> it, right. Yeah. What, it, Obviously, what Hitler, the... Hitler probably said he, he yeah. wasn't committing genocide, too. Yeah. But... <laughs> I, I mean, it, what, what else would you call disinformation... Governance, governance board. I mean that right there is 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 truth ministry. Yeah, I mean it, it it's very um it's a slippery slope. It's it, a dangerous oh, yeah. dangerous game we're playing when we have a government body that decides, you know what, this is right mm-hmm. and this is not. Yeah. This is truth yes. and this is not. Yeah. This is we are the the keepers of the truth or we we could call yeah. ourselves maybe a ministry of the truth. Yeah. I mean it's like, you know, <laughs> it, it's like they come out and they're like, well, we are the truth. Yeah. So anything right. else that we say, contra- you say that's contrary to what we stand for, you're just wrong, and we're yes. gonna have to take care of you. It's like the emperor standing up, and be like, "I am the Senate." <laughs> yes. God bless the new founding fathers of America. Right. Uh, what's up from uh, the Purge? Yes. The Purge movies. Yeah. Uh, we obviously have to make America to, to protect democracy. Democracy to yes. protect, I, like I said, privacy or yeah. civil rights or your civil liberties, and yeah. it's just it's an oxymoron to mm-hmm. put all that in one sentence. You know who really does want to protect your your civil rights and civil liberties? I can guess. Who's that? Who do you think? I think it's Run Your Mouth Coffee. It is Run Your Mouth Coffee, our favorite uh, coffee fix of freedom. Uh, make a delicious roasted, fresh brewed coffee. Mm that you get to order, and they also support your civil rights, your civil liberties, and your privacy, all the things. So do you think Run Your Mouth Coffee's full support of the Truth Ministry? Because they seem to be saying that they support the same things. Yes, they they seem to be, but I I would say there's a big difference in that, and that is one is the lying-ass government, and the other is a very good coffee company. One is a government (laughs) organization that says to protect your rights your privacy and your civil liberties, we have to be able to um, kind of monitor your content right. and decide what's allowed and not allowed. And on the other hand, you have a coffee company that's like, to protect your civil rights and your privacy, the government government needs to say the fuck out of it, right. and you shouldn't be censored at all. And that's what Run Your Mouth Coffee stands for. And they also, like I said, make delicious coffee. The government does not make... Delicious oh, coffee. No, you 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 are well versed on government coffee. I, I yes, <laughs> the the closest thing I got to government coffee was uh, the the um, uh, the what's it called? Where you just dump it in and stir it. Yeah, up. the instant, instant, yeah, instant yeah, yeah, packets yeah. that right. came in the MREs. Yes, that um, was better to just like pour it straight in your mouth because it tastes like shit anyway. Right. And so it's like have watered down shit coffee or just dump it straight in your mouth yeah. and. Inject it straight to the source. So uh, go to rymcoffee.com. If you want good coffee and you want real civil liberties, somebody that really supports it, go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using that good old promo code, break the bell, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. The government's not giving us 10% off anything. They take 10% from you. Run Your Mouth Coffee will give you 10% off that purchase by using that promo code and free shipping. And it's not more American than that. Exactly. Go drink good coffee, actually support civil liberties and free speech, and support a company that does as well by going and supporting Run Your Mouth Coffee. That's all yes. I got to say about that. Uh, make sure you check us out all over the social medias, the, sh- the interwebs, and those places that we're still at this moment allowed 
to occupy space until yes. the truth ministry decides that we are misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. That was a new one. Because oh. now it's, because remember there was miss and dis, and they yes. explained the two. One is like unknowingly spreading false. Right. One is knowingly, intentionally spreading false. Uh, so now there's malinformation. Interesting. Uh, yeah, when when you read about this stuff, and I, I they didn't define what mal was, yeah. but... Um, Malicious, but wouldn't that be the same as dis? Yes. Like intentionally, but this is maliciously, intentionally spreading misinformation. Okay, so that there's like different tiers uh, I, I of guess. bad information. Because now, yeah, they know. Now it's because you see posts that are like mis, dis, and mal information. It's just like, oh God, this is just this is getting too much for me. Yes. Go to those interwebs, those social media pages that we occupy currently, and hit that like and subscribe button so we can spread this shit all over the place while we still can. We can spread the word around and get some of this information out there before it is no longer allowed to do so. Um, help us get the word around because, like we always say, you're our biggest sponsors because, A, you show up and listen to us, B, you share it with a friend, and we get get our name out there. And Absolutely. There's nothing better you can do for us. No. We love you for it. And Absolutely. you love us, I hope. So yes. let's, let's share the love. Otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about ready to get into the show. I'm ready. Let's play this intro video, and when we come back, we're going to talk about... Miss Dis and... Miss Dis and Mal, the truth ministry. Here we go. What did you say? You talking to me? What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. Heaven's name you're talking about. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. What did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? All right, and uh, just like that, I'm back. I lost Bill. I hit the intro video button. I said, are you ready? He said, yes. I hit the intro video button, and he immediately jumped up and ran out of the room. So not sure if he got a phone call or if he had a uh, bathroom malfunction that he had to run off to, like Joseph Biden at, at his meeting with the Pope. So we'll find out, I guess, when he gets back. Um, I am here. I will be continue to be here. Hopefully people start showing up in the comments and stuff because I like I like having a bunch of uh, interaction when I'm doing these things. So hopefully people start to turn out. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to just get started with this. <clears throat> Let me kill the music. I wonder how long he's going to be gone. Should I just like sit in silence and wait for him or should I just carry on? So we're talking about the truth ministry, and welcome, I guess, to 2022, where war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength, and fiction is apparently reality. Because if that all sounds familiar, the, the first part of that was obviously from uh, George Orwell's 1984, which is 
supposedly a fictional dystopian novel. Novel? Novel. A fictional novel. And so that's why I added the fiction is reality part because as as we mentioned right at the beginning, it's like it, it's very hard to tell, to distinguish between like fiction and satire and what reality is these days because um, they, they're just blurring the lines. Like truth is irrelevant anymore. Truth is just it is a gray area. And they've I feel like they've gone to great lengths especially the last decade, to make truth as just blurred as possible. Like, there's no clear-cut truth. I mean, that goes on so many levels. Like, I mean, you can break that down to, like, what is or isn't a male and a female? What is or isn't this? Or uh, It's just they're, they, they blur the lines, and it's just like, you know, truth is whatever you want it to be, whatever the fuck you want it to be. So... When it comes to this truth ministry, which is what we're calling it today, um, or the ministry, or the, not the ministry, the, the disinformation uh, governance body, or whatever it's called, board, there you go, disinformation governance board. When it comes to that, when they're talking about what is and isn't truth, and them deciding what is and isn't truth, well, how can you actually have a governing body decide that when you have blurred the lines on what is truth and what isn't truth when truth becomes relative that's what I was looking for earlier when truth becomes relative how can you have an organization that decides you know what this is this is true that's false well it's relative it's uh, whatever you think is true is true according to you it's interesting to me how uh, they can play one side of that like Normally, it's like, well, whatever's true to you is true. That might not be my truth, but that's your truth. But then they can break down a, a government organization and be like, hey, we're going to fight mistruths, which are relative, which are a matter of opinion, according to us. So we're going to fight anything that's not our opinion, is is basically what this says. And uh, you, maybe you haven't been around long enough to... Remember that, like, our third or fourth episode into this whole um, exciting adventure of this show, we broke down the book 1984. We talked about um, we we talked about the book. We talked about the author. We talked about what was going on at the time with the uh, with like the Russian uh, revolutions and uh, the takeover of communism and stuff. And so, if you want to learn more about 1984, go way, way back and find that episode. Um, maybe I'll post links to it in the show notes when this is released for that episode so you don't have to scroll back through two years of content to find that episode. I think it was uh, the second or third episode that we released. So you can find it or I'll try to find it for you this week. But that's where that quote was from. The war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. It's basically... Flipping the roles of what is truth. Flipping the roles of what is right and wrong, what is moral and not moral. Um, and, and you see that kind of playing out with this war in Ukraine, the wars in Afgan Afghanistan and stuff. It's just like, you know, they hate us because ha they hate our freedoms. Like, we can't be free. We can't live in peace unless we're perpetually at war against the people that are against our peace and our democracy and our freedom. And that just doesn't make any any sense whatsoever. I wonder if I'm going to get my co-host back. Because right now I'm just stalling. 
but I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job of it. And I don't want to really get into, into this too much until he gets back. So, I'm going to keep stalling. Bill! Hey there. Do you know how hard it is to stall? I, I wasn't sure. I, t I, I said that I wasn't sure if uh, you had a phone call or you had a bathroom emergency like Joe Biden at, during his meeting with the Pope. You know, if I, I had a bathroom emergency, I think I'd just write it out for the sake of the show. <laughs> uh -oh. It's like, Bill, what is that smell? <laughs> well, we had a listener pop in, then you started talking about your bathroom emergency. You're like, nope, we're gone. We're I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so I, I was just kind of stalling while you... Um, Went on your break, and yes. I, I was talking about 1984, talking about war is peace, freedom is slavery, yes. ignorance is strength. Right. And then I added fiction is reality. Right. Because I, what I got into, um, we don't have to dig too deep because I talked about it for the whole 10 minutes that you decided to be gone. <laughs> um, how, on one hand, they decide to say, or they, they tried to portray for at least the last like decade or two that truth is relative. Right. Like truth is opinion like there right. is it's all gray blurred area your your truth is your truth yeah and my truth is my truth and uh, but then now we have a governing body deciding yeah. what truth which yeah by their standard is opinion right what truth is true and what truth is not yeah. true you, so you, by their you, definition they're saying my opinion is better than yours and i'm making a law that says that, that. sounds about right yes your, your truth is your truth unless it starts infringing on my truth in which case, my truth is better than your truth. Yeah, and I got all the media to back it up. <laughs> right, so, exactly, exactly. And I got the gover government to back it up. Yeah. I got the laws to back yeah. it up. So my truth is better than yours. But no truth is actually better. But you better believe my truth. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't any of that make sense to <laughs> no, you whatsoever? No, no, but that seems pretty accurate with government as we know it today. Yeah, so I, I started talking just obviously briefly about 1984 with that yeah. quote and um why why do we bring this up again obviously it's because the truth ministry the ministry of truth comes directly out of the book 1984 right. which like i said as i said fiction is reality 1984 was supposed to be fiction right like right. dystopian fiction yeah and now it's seemingly becoming like prophetic yeah like yeah. um <laughs> A foreshadowing of what's what we're kind of seeing today, mm -hmm. or like seeing at least in the distant future. I don't think yeah. we're by any stretch full blown nineteen. Maybe we no. are, and we just maybe it, we're, it's we're programmed so much. Yes, we don't even know it. Maybe George Orwell comes to twenty twenty two. He's like, "See, I told you, I told <laughs> yep. you." And we're like, "No, it's not quite there yet." He's yeah. like, "You guys really? are far worse yeah. than I thought you'd ever be." You don't even see it. He's like, "You, you guys have lot. Yeah, you're gone. You're that you're wouldn't too far surprise lost. me at all. That wouldn't surprise no. me at all." So the Ministry of Truth, or the Truth Ministry, as I'm titling it, because it's basically what it is. It's it's more original than the Ministry of Truth, and it's yes. easier to stay to say. Um, it was one of the ministries, quote unquote, of uh the book. Like I said which included the Ministry of Truth, the Ministry of Peace, which they started all the wars, of course, ironically, uh, the Ministry of Love, which was, had, remember there was like the 20 minutes of hate or yeah. the five minutes of hate or something where right. they just like screamed at, y yeah, whatever, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And then the Ministry of Plenty, which was where they rationed like, I think, yeah. food and which shit Which I like can that. see coming as well. Oh yeah, that's coming too. <laughs> So maybe they're using this as a playbook. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that's a good idea. Write that down. <laughs> George Orwell rolls over his gr his grave. He's like, I wasn't saying this is what you should <laughs> yeah, do. Exactly. I was warning you what you shouldn't do. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> so the Ministry of Truth, according to Wikipedia, 
was the Ministry of Propaganda, like the media today, right. mainstream media, even not so mainstream media is getting to be propaganda yeah. wings these days. It says, as with the other ministries in the novel, the name Ministry of Truth is a misnomer because in reality it serves as the opposite. Mm. It is responsible for any necessary falsification of historic events. Mm. Haven't seen any of that too often. No, not at all. Uh, however, like the other ministries, the name is also apt because it decides what truth is in Oceana. Okay. And that, that gets back to what I was saying, how if truth is relative and you come up with uh, an organization that is responsible for saying what's true and what's not, you get to decide what's truth and right. what's not. Yeah, right. Because your relative truth now becomes law. Yeah. It says, as well as administering truth, the ministry spreads a new language among the the populace called Newspeak, which I, I feel like we're not far from that, in which, for example, truth is understood to mean statements like two plus two equals five when the situation warrants. In keeping with the concept of doublethink, the ministry is aptly named in that it creates and manufactures truth in Newspeak sense of the word. The book describes the doctoring of historical records to show government-approved version of events. And I feel like that's probably happened yeah. Plenty where right. where we alter the history book. I mean, they they yeah. say the winners write the history books. Absolutely right. And so, I mean, you go back and read the real story. Yeah. Now you know the rest of the story. Um, most of the time, we're like, real? What? Really? That part happened in that? Right. That's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, you weren't supposed to see that. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, burn that book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how far do we get before they're burning books too? And they're like, you know, oh, you yeah. guys don't need books. Uh, yeah. Why would you need books when you got electronic sources right here, and yeah. we will feed you the books to right, you? Exactly, we'll tell you what books are approved by us. Yeah, and um, you can just read your books on yeah. here. Just, I mean, you can find all the yeah. books, and you're scrolling through. It's just like, yeah. where 1984 go? Yeah, right, exactly. And you can alter a yeah. digital copy of a book. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I'm not saying we're full blown that point yet. Not yet. Ho hopefully. Yeah, but. That's just what I mean. Obviously, the red flags go off right. for us. The bells start to ring. The the warning bells start to ring when you hear of the Department of Homeland Security creating the Disinformation Governance yeah. Board to decide what is disinformation, misinformation, and malinformation, and to fight the good fight against misinformation. Yeah. And it's it's actually really hilarious to me because how much shit did they give Trump for? declaring war on fake news yeah. like his whole entire presidency they're like oh he no, thinks yeah. everything's right. fake news and now they're yeah. they actually came up with the governing body yeah, right they're to like battle there's fake no such news. thing as fake news and now they're like fake need... news is such a problem that we actually need a governance yeah. for this we need to actually regulate the fake news yeah. but we don't call it fake news because that's too oh yeah too no. trump is trump-esque so we call it dismiss and and mal because yes because that's easier. So what is this uh, disinfo government governance board? First of all, I find it oddly convenient, oddly convenient oddly. that this popped up the same week that Elon Musk bought Twitter in the name of free speech. Right. Isn't that funny? Uh, yeah, that's kind Did of— Did you think about that? It's yeah. just like all of a sudden they're like— uh, Elon Musk is like, oh, we got to stop censoring Twitter. Yeah. We've got to have open conversation and stuff. And all of a sudden, they're like, we need a <laughs> government body because right. Twitter won't do it for right. us anymore. Yeah. So we got to do it ourselves. Yeah. And that way, we'll find Twitter for not doing it. Yeah, or we'll shut Twitter down, or right. we'll we'll regulate overly yeah. regulate Twitter. So 
I just found that highly, yeah. I mean, highly convenient that all that happened because they're so terrified of this free speech. Yes. Like, I yeah. think we watched that video during our Elon Musk episode where they're like, no, uh, we need more regulation in order to protect democracy. We yeah. need more regulation right. of speech and, and, and things like that. And it's just like, it's that double speak that we're talking about. It's yeah. like yeah. the whole, um, you know, freedom is, is slavery or slavery right. is freedom or uh, more censorship is actually more free speech. Yeah. You just don't realize how much we are protecting your free right. speech by regulating all the bad free yeah. speech out there so you can have good free speech yeah. right. and not, not have to worry about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Slippery slope, again. Yeah, yeah. Not even a slippery slope. It's just right. like a full-out like nosedive off a cliff at this point. Yeah, right. So uh, what is this uh, Truth Ministry or the Disinformation Governance Board? Well, I've got... WTSP.com to, to kind of give us a little bit of uh, inside info on what this. What is WSTP.com? Uh, I don't know. Okay, but okay. Wasn't there, do you remember, there was a, um, I, I think I sent it to you. This is, was it, man, was it about six, seven months ago? It's there was Tampa Bay, apparently. Oh, that makes TP, right? Yeah. Um, there was some kind of um, Homeland uh, thing that came out that talked about False information and how they're going to start uh, prosecuting it and treating it like a like uh, like almost like domestic terrorism. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I mean they've kind of been alluding to this. For, yeah, since for a while since they came out started talking about domestic terrorism, the yeah. misinformation part in the like election yeah. fraud and yeah. all that uh, stuff was and all they, part they of saved it. democracy with the whole election thing. Mm. And yes, yes. So this talks about Biden administration creates the disinformation governance board. It says the U.S. Department of Homeland Security in all its goodness, on Wednesday announced the formation of the Disinformation Governance Board that the federal government claims will fight disinformation. Well, I would hope a Disinformation Governance Board would fight disinformation. Like, yeah, you, you would hope they would. They claim I mean, it's going to... That seems know, like a very Sesame Street yeah, definition. You know, <laughs> do you know what the, the Disinformation <laughs> Governance Board does? It governs disinformation <laughs> it's like, and it, it, the whole thing is so vague and like it's scope and reach yeah. they they don't really disclose oh, yeah. its scope or its, it's reach what they want it to be yeah because what was it that we were talking about where they left remember it was like a probably a year ago how they left it so open-ended that it would have like mm-hmm. so you could cast like such a wide net was yeah. maybe I don't remember which one that was. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but yes. But yeah, we, we had talked about when things are loosely defined, it leaves your net open wide mm-hmm. so you can cast and catch right. as many fish as you want yeah. without... Because defi- like defined agencies are kind of stuck in that mm-hmm. that window or that box. Right. And so they, they, they're really good at loosely defining their government agencies. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they can just like, well, yeah, you know, um, we we didn't say that we weren't going to do this. Right. We didn't say that we w- yeah. were only going to go after these people. So they loosely define the shit to to make it so it can apply, be like the end-all, catch-all type uh, order like this. So it says it's part of a larger DHS effort to blunt Russian disinformation campaigns. But it would go further than that. It's also raising questions. So what will the new board do? That's a great question. And this this is hilarious to me. The two things they're primarily focused on here. The first one, obviously, is 
Russian-Ukraine war yeah. and information coming out of Russia and Russian meddling and Russia, 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 Russia. The second one is the U.S.-Mexico border. Hmm. Did you read that part? No, no. Listen to this. It says, according to the Associated Press, the board will immediately work to combat what it describes as misinformation geared towards migrants, which the wire service says has helped fuel surges of people arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border. Hmm. Specifically, news agency says human smugglers have been spreading fake news at the border uh, policies or about border policies to drum up business. Hmm. So you know what they're doing now? They are blaming that surge, that 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 uh, migrant immigrant crisis that we talked about yeah. early last summer, the fourteen thousand immigrants that piled up at the border. They're blaming that now on fake news. Really? From uh, smugglers are were spreading fake news to attract more business to that's smuggle. Bullshit. Right? Oh that's my gosh. that's that's their uh, go to here. Wow. Is uh, you know uh, because of. This migrant, here it is right here, it says, Last September, for instance, confusion around President Joe Biden's immigration policies, combined with messages shared widely across the Haitian community on Facebook and WhatsApp platforms, led some 14,000 migrants to the border town of Del Rio. So Facebook is now yeah. to blame for that. Wow, of course. Not Kamala Harris, right. not Joe Biden. And you know why there was confusion around Joe Biden's immigration policies? Because hmm. he didn't fucking have any. Right, exactly. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, like, all he said is that he was going to—what Trump did was atrocious, and that kids need to be out of cages, and they needed to reunite families, and that, that they were going to have more, like, um, open policy, right? And they were pushing for immigration, like— Reform. Yeah, reform and, and uh, uh, what's it called? Um, um, Amnesty. Yes, thank you. And, I mean, because— you know, immigrants have been being bust all over the country, and, and it's because of things he said. So, all right, so uh, what did that say about uh, manufacturers' truth and newspeak? The, um, double think the ministry aptly name it creates and manufactures uh, the truth, and it basically said that it uh, changes the history, basically, right. changes yeah, the history books. Right. Yeah, so listen to what. From that respect there, listen to this part here. At the time, uh, Homeland Security Secretary uh, Mayorkas expressed fear that Haitian people were being sent false messages that the border was open hmm. through Facebook right. smugglers. Not because that was the rhetoric coming out of the, right. the, the administration. Yeah. They're not going to tell you that part. Yeah. Well, the whole time and the whole process leading up to the election, that's basically— what they talked about was, hey, yeah. uh, Trump's border policies yeah. are too strict. Yeah. Uh, this is inhumane. We shouldn't have closed. Yes. I mean, I don't know that they ever came out and said no. we shouldn't have closed borders. But there was definitely a perception that we needed yeah. more loose borders. Yes. But now that yes. was just Facebook misinformation from smugglers. And I did not realize. This is the first I've actually yeah. heard that even Me thrown too. out as yeah. an excuse for this. It's like the things that they fail the hardest on, they're just yeah. throwing out as misinformation, misinformation now, yeah. like Russian bots. or right, yeah. Be, well, uh, you see, we didn't actually want to leave Afghanistan. There was just a, a t Taliban got a rumor out there that caused American soldiers to come back, and we didn't really expect that to happen. Yes. 
Yeah, well, then the American soldiers saw misinformation from Russian hackers saying right. that we were going back. And the generals got misinformation of what was actually going on on the right. ground. You know how they said we'd fall in six months, yeah. but we fell in like six Days. hours. <laughs> uh, that was Russian misinformation. Oh, of I mean, course, yeah. It's, it's easy to throw yeah. misinformation at that. Yeah, anything, anything yeah. that goes wrong. And prices aren't actually going up, you know. That's just something that, that they're trying to put out there to make you feel like there's inflation. There's uh, not really inflation. Obviously, obviously, that's just Russian hackers trying right. to destabilize the dollar. Oh, Freaking bots. Says the Disinformation Governance Board will be instructed to help fend off any Russian disinformation campaigns okay. related to the war in Ukraine or the U.S. midterm elections. So that's what this is all about. Yes. Midterms coming yeah. up. Because Twitter's not going to censor all that uh, oh, yeah. campaign, the, yeah. the Russian misinformation. So now we got midterms coming up, so yeah. we got to be able to censor yeah. it for yeah. Twitter because Twitter's not doing a good enough job, especially under Elon Musk. Right. It says Russian state media outlets, social media accounts, and government officials have recently used the internet to call photographs, reporting, and videos of dead bodies and bomb buildings in Ukraine fake. So. You know all the things that we talked about. Talked about. <laughs> yes. We didn't say it was definitely true, but we we at least acknowledged yeah. it and said, hey, the Russian Times is saying this. This is yeah. the other side of the story. Right. They're going after the other side of the story. And how far do they go? Do they go after like Russian Times? Do they go after the podcasts that are reporting on yeah. Russian Times, reading Russian Times? Right. Do they go I mean, how far do you take this? Right, right. Because yeah. and <laughs> It's a scary game when you can't at least read the other side right. of the story. Absolutely. And let people decide, right? I mean, mm. what's what's the harm in that? Yeah. Oh, I know what the harm was in it. That you wouldn't have you had people that didn't want to lock down, people that wouldn't get vaccines. Yeah. People that didn't want to wear masks. I'm surprised I mean, they're not gonna mention that part yeah. of this, but I know that's gonna be included. Oh, absolutely. The uh the pandemic misinformation. Oh, but yeah. they don't wanna include that because it's not a weapon against right. the citizens. But how long before they turn around and they're like, you know, we got to crack down on yeah. vaccine and misinformation yeah. and, and pandemic misinformation, yeah. too. So we've already created this board. Why why not just extend it to that, too? Because, yeah. I mean, the resources are already here. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll immediate. Yeah. I, I give it a month before yeah. it's turned on and, and, citizens. And that's, you know, that's the problem with this thing is that not only can you not trust the media, uh -huh. right? You can't trust the the journalists right because they're they're basically just a, a wing of the media at this of the government at this point yes but now any independent reporters out there that may talk a different story or give the other side you can't listen to them now because that's disinformation mm -hmm. only these government approved uh, media outlets you should be listening to right only that come down to not listening to like foreign sponsored um reporting yeah. agencies or does that include uh like People here in the states that are yeah. willing to actually talk about this, so we can't listen to them now right. too. Absolutely. So that that puts like a lot of uh, podcasts out. Yeah. That puts a lot of independent media out that are yeah. willing to actually go out and find that freaking yeah. information. Right now, we can't listen to those either. No, absolutely, because it's not approved by right. state-sponsored media. Is right. what it's going to turn into. Absolutely. Uh, the DHS wrote in a statement: "The spread of disinformation can affect border security, American safety during disasters, and public." Trust in our democratic institutions. Wow. Wow. Do you hear 
Raise your hand if you have trust in our democratic democratic institutions. (laughs) But you hear the doublespeak that goes on here. Mm -hmm. Like, well, we we got to crack down on free speech. Well, it's not free speech. It's just... The, the freedom to speak right. misinformation. So, but that's not free speech. Free yeah. speech is uh, saying truth, which we decide what's truth. Yeah. And in order to protect democracy, which is an institution of supposedly free speech, we can't allow that speech because that would be a threat to free speech. Right. right. Yes. Double speak. I mean, yeah. it, it's just blatant yeah. double speak. Yeah. Uh, two plus two equals five. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's all that is. And like I said, sli- I. I, I keep saying slippery slope, but it's just, again, nosedive. Yeah. Nosedive, like full-blown cannonball or belly flop off of the, the, the edge of a cliff there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to this article because it talks about their appointed leader mm-hmm. of this, this truth ministry. And I want to I push that back a little bit because I got some other stuff to talk about okay. in regards to some of this stuff here. But let's talk about... Like, for example, the Russian war and how we can't allow the outside or like the Russian narrative to bleed into our like actual truth here. What is that like? What country does that sound like we're turning into? Like like Russia, like North Korea (laughs) is what I think of, like um, a country that doesn't allow outside media whatsoever to come in uh, because that would be a threat. Right. To North Korean sovereignty, yeah. if- and we already know Google like censors information for other countries. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'd be a piece of cake to do it for the United for States, China, for North Korea. Uh, I don't even think Iran. North- I mean, so tell me if this sounds a little bit like what we're talking about. North Korea announces a block on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. It says North Korea has officially announced it's blocking Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and South Korean websites in a bid to further control a- access to outside information. The ministry, the minist- they actually call it the Ministry of Post here. The Ministry of Posts? Yeah. M- ministry of Posts. Okay. That's... So we're not, we're, we're, we're not we don't have off. big enough balls to actually call it the Ministry <laughs> oh, no, no. of uh, Disinformation yeah. or whatever, the Ministry of Truth. We have to come up with this flowery name. North Korea is like, you know, fuck it, it's the Ministry of Posts. <laughs> the Ministry of Posts and Telecommunications announce, uh, announcement was published this week. This was a while ago. Uh, my mouse died. Actually, this was four years ago, five years ago, 2016. Um, published this week at the country's main mobile service provider and other places serving internet users in Pyongyang. Very few North Koreans have internet access, and if they do, are limited to sealed-off government-sanctioned internet. Hmm. The new restrictions will make it difficult for visitors or or the small community of foreign residents in North Korea to post real-time information about the country and will further limit the ability of North Koreans with internet access to view information about the country posted elsewhere. You see kind of maybe where we're headed mm, that A little direction. bit, yes. So somebody saw that and thought, that would be a great idea. We should do that here. But we can't call it ministry because oh, that, no, 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 like that sounds like dystopian. Yes. <laughs> so we can't, we can't call it that. So... Um, not here to talk about North Korea, but it just sounds like we're headed that direction. Yeah, when right. it's this is like, a big step. Well, we can't allow other government-sponsored media to... We can't allow our populace to read that because we they might actually... Um, they, they might convince them that we're wrong or yeah. <laughs> we're... I don't know. And it's a, a national security measure. You, 
Do you think maybe possibly North Korea touts it as a national security measure? Oh, I'm sure it is. Yes, absolutely. I'm sure it's for the safety, yeah. like the sovereignty of their nation. Yeah, like... because if you say otherwise, you'll get shot. <laughs> it's got to <laughs> so, be. Yeah, so. This is for your public health. <laughs> Needless to say, some people aren't too thrilled about this. Oh, I imagine. Immediately there was like pushback, and immediately there was the uh, correlation with 1984, the Ministry right. of Truth, because, I mean, obviously... That's exactly what this sounds like. Yeah. Uh, the first person, major person to push back on this was Governor DeSantis, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, because he likes to push back on this shit. Uh, Governor DeSantis declares war on what he deems Joe Biden's ministry of truth. <laughs> Do you think he's running for president? Oh, hell yeah. Do you think you think that? I mean, we've predicted it yes. a couple times. Do you think it'll get that far? Do you think he'll even do you think he has a chance? I, I think he has a chance. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to have the the Trumpites out there that uh, they're just sold on Trump. Oh yeah. So I, you know, I, I really hope Trump does not run again. Yeah. But you know. So DeSantis, uh, I feel like everything DeSantis has done in the last month has just been a bid oh, for in, his in the in the last campaign. year. Yeah, with the whole Disney stuff, yep. with the this and yeah. yeah. So said he said this is not acceptable, and in Florida we're not going to have it. In Wilston Friday, Governor Ron DeSantis took aim at the Joe Biden administration's effort to have the Department of Homeland Security educate the public about disinformation, arguing the new disinformation governance board is akin to George Orwell's Ministry of Truth. Yeah. DeSantis said the effort really amounts to a war against conservative dissent, dissent and against a decaying and discredited ruling elite in this country. So it's a war against the war against the elites. I, yeah. I, that's really difficult to read. <laughs> he said, you cannot have a ministry of truth in this country. We're not going to let Biden get away with this one. We will be fighting back. This is my favorite part. Uh, the governor referred to the, the proposed bureau as a belated April Fool's joke, mm -hmm. but one with a malign in intent to stifle dissent. What they want to do is they want to be able to put out false narratives without people being able to speak out and fight back. They want to be able to say things like Russian collusion and perpetuate hoaxes and have people like us be silenced. The governor called to attention uh, the appointed leader of the agency, Wilson Center Disinformation Fellow, Nina Jankowicz, who we're going to talk about, like I said, yeah. in a few minutes. As an advocate for COVID lockdowns, who herself has put out inf disinformation about Hunter Biden tapes and who supported Russian collusion conspiracy theories. So he's pretty much saying, you know, she is... The kettle calling the, the pot black. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he's like, this is un unacceptable, and in Florida, we're not going to have it. Public is sick of this. Yeah. <laughs> so... According, I'm not going to get into the rest of this because it just talks about what all that stuff is. But again, he's the probably the first one to really publicly yeah. come out against this and say, "Hey, at least the first like politician to be like, yeah, we're not we're not going to do this shit. Yeah. Not going to happen." Saki had Jen Saki, who was the first person to really kind of vaguely mention it. Yeah, she came out to its defense in a video, mm -hmm. and I'm going to play that video okay. because I can. If I can find it. Jen Psaki, in all of her wisdom, on her way out the door. Yes. I think what's important to note here is what the board is doing, which is continuing what is important disinformation-related work that began under the former administration. The fact sheet that they put out, what they noted yesterday, what they noted in there is... Is that not the most vague 
respond. Yeah. Disinformation related work. Yes. Put in play by the but, former administration. Yes. So apparently Trump got the ball rolling on this. So isn't that Does funny? Does that surprise you though? It doesn't surprise me that Trump got the ball running rolling on this, and it also doesn't surprise me that. Anything that anybody pushes back on, they're like, well, the the previous administration started it. Right. He started it. We're just stopping yeah. it. Shannon says, hey, guys, I'm hopping in but can't stay long. We'll be catching up. Shannon, you should stay longer. <laughs> I don't know what you got that's more important than this, but uh, you should get your priorities straight. Just just mostly mostly kidding. But thanks for popping in to say hi, Shannon. Definitely. It's always good to have you on. It's um, good to have people in the chats. We haven't had; it's been relatively quiet it's been tonight. A fairly so quiet night. That's all right. It gives us more time to talk. So, if you're not busy here in a few in in a while, you could pop back in and say hi again, and we will say hi back. Yep. So let's continue with Jen's hacky because she just got done saying yes. uh, Trump did it first, and right. we're just continuing that. <laughs> is that this is meant to, uh, one, the first bullet was about protecting privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties, and the First <laughs> Amendment. They said the primary mission is to establish best practices to... to, to they dared to utter the First Amendment. Oh, yeah. In that. Of course. Not only is it to protect privacy, civil liberties, and civil rights, but also this will protect the First Amendment. How the fuck does this protect the First yeah. Amendment. Shannon says, sleep, Craig, sleep. <laughs> Are you telling me to sleep? Or are you saying that's what, what's right. more important? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I mean, that would be a really boring show if I decided <laughs> to go to sleep. Right. So, w again, what do you think? Like, they've become the masters of doublespeak here. Oh, yeah. They actually think that for the good of free speech. Oh, yeah. That we must limit free speech for yes. its benefit. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, it's, it's like, like deer hunting. If you don't. Yeah. Kill well, off some of the deer, all the deer die off. So if you don't kill off some of the free speech, all the free speech goes yes, away. Yes, exactly. Is that, well, is that what this it, is? But it's like, you know, controlling the narrative is also like controlling the out the outcome of the election mm -hmm. because you have to save democracy. Obviously. We've I mean they we have to they save, admitted to that oh, yeah. after the last election. We so. have to save your freedom by taking some away. Mm -hmm. So again, it's like Preservation, like animal preservation, you yeah. kill off some so yeah, so it can flourish, right? right, right. You kill off some of your yeah. freedoms, so the freedoms that we do yeah. allow you to have can flourish. Ensure that efforts to understand and respond to disinformation are done in ways that protect privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties. There she goes again. I'd also note that the first example they gave uh, about what they're going to do is uh, is support the Department of Homeland Security's work, ongoing work, back to the former administration, on to address how and understand how misinformation spread by human smugglers that prey on vulnerable populations attempting to migrate to the United States. So, so your opinions of that statement right there? Uh, that's the most, again, ambiguous. And the example she gets is unproven. I mean, I would love to see them interview a smuggler and be like, yeah, man, we did it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're obviously. just they're just throwing somebody under the bus that nobody knows. I mean, none, none of this has been I would love, you know, even like talk, interview a Haitian and be like, so why are you here? Well, some guy on the street said that you guys are opening the border. Some guy on Facebook. <laughs> he said border I, party at the US. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I joined this Facebook page yeah. that was uh <laughs> openbordersparty.facebook.com and uh that that's how I got here and uh, there yeah. was like this kind of glitchy video of Biden uh, say, <laughs> I don't Couldn't know. really understand what he said, but it, one word was definitely open borders. <laughs> yes. Um, 
kind of reminds me. I'm surprised she didn't come out and be like, you know, because remember when they're like, you know, this this traces back to like six people right. that are spreading all this where it's like radiating yeah, out from. Right, right. This, ca- this comes back to six Mexican yeah. smugglers where all this is <laughs> misinformation yeah. is, is spreading out from. So so we got Jen, Jen Saki, that the master of... The circle back. Circle back, double speak, yes. all at the, all in one. Yes. So it's like, it's like doing a freaking um, yes. Oh, what's that dance where you go in like circle, like the, the hokey pokey? Oh, okay. She does yes. like a double speak hokey pokey <laughs> and just like turns it all around. She, she puts it in and then she takes it out and then she does. <laughs> <laughs> and she does something. She puts something in and take. And that's something what it's out, all about. So that is what it's all about. <laughs> so it goes back, like like she said, it's all about. Protecting your your civil rights, right. your civil liberties, and your uh, privacy and in national your first security, minute. right? It's a national security. Reminds issue. me again. Sorry to go back there. Freedom is slavery, or slavery is freedom. You right. know, like again, we gotta we gotta withhold some of your freedom so you can actually right. be free. Yeah, and it, <laughs> but free in the way we want you to be free. Yeah, free. To think the way we tell you to think. You're free to live the way we tell you to live, to believe yeah. what we tell you to believe. But that's yeah. freedom. Right. Because if if we didn't put these restrictions on you, uh, would you really be free? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon, uh, oh, I think we got her hooked. She says, don't disrespect the hokey pokey. No, no disrespect. Sorry. I, I apologize to the hokey pokey for comparing you to Jen Psaki. Um, I, I will... I will own up to that one. That was wrong of me to say. I I apologize. Pokey. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. It, it's this. I can't even like. I don't understand how people can like listen to that and actually. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And like, and like, think they're actually saying what they're saying. Like, yeah. they've got you so fucking programmed right. that you can listen to Jen Psaki saying it's all about protecting our free yeah. speech by, uh, yeah. by. Uh, Allowing this governing yeah. body to monitor what free right. speech is out there that actually and, protects it. And then the example you always hear: Well, you you can't just say anything. You can't yell fire in a movie theater, right? <laughs> I mean, is that favorite. the one they always come back yes. to? That's my favorite example. I think Biden actually said that oh, I'm in sure. like a State of the Union or something. It's like, I mean, I mean, fire in a movie theater, and everybody's like, Yeah, he's got a point there. It's yeah. like, what but point? Has, who does that? Who has anybody ever yelled fire in a movie theater? No, I'm you pay twenty to bucks it. to watch that fucking movie. You're gonna sit there and watch it. I'm gonna go <laughs> to a movie I've already seen, obviously. Oh, sure. And I'm gonna yell fire in a movie theater and see what ha- I just want to see what happens. Is it really against the law to yell fire in a movie I, theater? If it was me, I'd sit there and be like, "Dude, I paid twenty bucks for this movie. I don't oh. care." <laughs> yeah, there's a door right there. If the fire gets close, I'll run for that. Yeah, exit. exactly. Until then, I'm catching the credits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, we got a few minutes left. Let Let's talk. Just start talking about. Um, get back to. The head of the disinfo board. I said yes. I'd, I said I'd circle back, Saki. To Nina something wits. Nina Mouskowitz. Mouskowitz. Yeah, like Fievel Mouskowitz. They went to the same college, right? I, th- I think so. Um, they they journeyed from Russia at the same time. Yes, that's where Fievel Mouskowitz's family was coming yeah. from. They're fleeing Soviet Russia, and she went, and to, she went to college in Russia. Russia. Yeah, um, so she probably came over. It's like ratatouille's up on her head. <laughs> probably, <laughs> that's the real story. Yes, uh, Nina Jankowicz is the head of this new dif- disinformation board, and she is 
a disinformation researcher at the Wilson Center, whatever the fuck that is. So obviously she um, is fully uh, like she's got all the credentials for this job because she's a disinformation researcher, which I didn't even know that was a title, like a legit like do you go to school for disinformation research? Yeah. I mean, she majored in, like, Russian and, It was like, Russian and, and Serbian political or, science, I think. Yeah, there was a couple languages, and yeah. then there was, like, political science. But she is a disinformation researcher. But before, before we talk about her, let's just get a little insight into this person by yeah. watching this video right okay. here. I don't know if you've seen this one. I don't believe I have. You're going to love it. Okay. Ready? Information laundering is really quite ferocious It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious By saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious It's how you hide a little idle lie It's how you hide a little idle lie It's how you hide a little idle lie. lie When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note And not support their lies with what'd you think of that holy fuck (laughs) that is uh, that is nina jankowitz that's real that is real and she is singing to the tune of mary poppins about misinformation okay you know who she reminds me of and this is a nod my daughter will love dolores umbridge from harry potter the lady who seemed all giggly and nice, but she was really like a fucking demon. <laughs> Isn't that how it always is, though? Yes. So I, I'm going to read the actual lyrics to this because it, you might not have understood all of that. So somebody posted all the lyrics. Information laundering. Wait, is... you're not going to you're not going to sing it? No. Okay. No, she did a good enough job. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when hucksters take some lies and make them sound precocious. By saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet, so disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little lie, hide a little, hide a little, little lie. It's how you hide a little, little lie. It's how you hide a little, little, little lie. When really Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, that's how you know this is Did legit. He know? Right. Or when TikTok influencers said COVID can't cause pain. Who said that? Nobody said that. Who said COVID can't cause pain? Yeah. Who actually... I, I mean, when you're using misinformation to talk about misinformation... Right. Aren't you should you... at least have your shit straight. Yes. They're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh. So she's talking about politicians as well. Politicians. She's talking about TikTokers. She's talking about conspiracy yeah. theorists, Russian collusion. So are you going to lock up every politician that lies? Because I would love to see that. <laughs> Can we? Can we please right. do that? So, so this is the person who is the most qualified to run the disinformation board. She Probably has a, a really good voice. Actually, <laughs> she she wasn't bad, but. I bet she sent this in as like a uh, an audition. Yeah. Instead of sending right. in her <laughs> resume, resume, she sent this audition like, tape. Like, I like it. <laughs> I, I mean, I heard disinformation, and she actually took the time to write a song. So I mean, I I like your style. He's kid. sitting there watching. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is good. I remember when this song came out. Yeah. Does that say enough about her? That 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 is. 
one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. I'm surprised you didn't stumble across that because <laughs> no. that has been like I can't believe I didn't. This either. has been all over like social media. That's insane. So now you know. So now you know how she like how much, and that's going to be the charge, right? Information laundering, mm-hmm. right? Disinformation oh, yeah. laundering. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously, she knows her stuff to be able to write a song and yes, sing like uh, that and have it so. rhyme like that. Yeah, Holy right. Cow. Seriously, she, yes. So uh, let's let's just read a little about her. What the <laughs> New York Post has to say about her? They don't like her that much. Good. This is an op-ed. It says which. Useful idiot thought such a clearly partisan hack should be Biden's disinformation czar. Uh, that probably says enough I was right say there. That says quite a bit. So um, basically, this is saying that we're taking a super spreader of disinformation, yeah, and making her the czar of disinformation. Yes, like to to fight disinformation, right. and she is like the super spreader of it because. Oh, yeah. Um, she was one that pushed the Hunter Biden laptop as being Russian. Right. She pushed Russian collusion during the election. She pushed uh, like lockdowns and mm. stuff like that. So, like I said, this is from the New York Post. It's just a short little op-ed. It says, uh, "Insane as it is, the Department of Homeland Security has created a disinformation governance board. It's utter madness that the woman running it is Nina Jankowicz, who's a veteran disinfo spreader." She embraced and promoted the bogus Clinton campaign-created Trump-Russia dossier. So, so she she was yeah. pr- promoted that dossier that w- came to find out it was all Clinton campaign funded. Yeah, it wasn't like a private dossier. She waged war on the Post, on New York Post, uh, true and accurate reporting of Biden's la- Hunter Biden's laptop. As our first laptop story ran, the Associated Press reported disinformation experts. Which she's a disinform. We didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, but disinformation knew. experts say there are multiple red flags that raise doubts about the authenticity, including questions about whether the laptop actually belonged to Hunter Biden. Said Nina Jankowicz. She also told the Associated Press, "We should view it as a Trump campaign product." Jankowicz sh- soon shared another p- report, casting yet more doubt on the provenance of the New York Post Hunter Biden story. And uh, she tweeted the same day, the emails don't need to be altered to be part of an influence campaign. So after it started coming out that, um, no, these might actually be true, she's like, well, true or not, this is still an influence right. like campaign of influence. Well, is it really wrong to point at truth to say why somebody should not run for president? Right, yeah. yeah. As a campaign influence, be like, actually, that guy probably shouldn't run for president because his son, first of all, he... Like eat like snorts freaking uh, Parmesan cheese off the carpet. <laughs> Second of all, he's in bed with China. He's right. in bed with Ukraine. He's in bed with all these. Foreign and that's just a- the strippers agency. that he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was their names, and not to mention the countries. Right. <laughs> uh, she says uh, the emails don't need to be altered to be part of an influence campaign. Voters deserve the context, not a fairy tale about the laptop repair shop. Right. Uh, she says, it says, Wednesday, another of her tweets came back to the fore, back on the laptop from hell. Apparently, Biden notes 50 former NATSEC officials and five former CIA heads that believe the laptop is a Russian influence op. So this is like just a few weeks ago yeah. she's saying this, this shit. Is total disinformation. Trump says, Russia, Russia, Russia. Her defense, for those who believe this tweet is 
key to all my views. It's simply a direct quote from both candidates during the final presidential debate. If you look at my timeline, you will see I was live tweeting that evening. Oh, yeah, please, let's do that. Yeah, No, I'm not going to do that. But it was a, a direct quote of what she chose to quote. As for all my views, there's her October 24, 2020 tweet about the nuance of the alleged Biden laptop kerfuffle. Plus, another six months later, claiming the intelligence community has a high degree of confidence that the Kremlin used proxies to push influence narratives, including misleading and unsubstantial claims about President Biden, a clear nod that alleged to Hunter's laptop. It says she's a career left-wing partisan from her days working at the National Democratic Institute to her Fulbright-Clinton fellowship. Oh, jeez. So those two things there stuck yeah. out to me immediately. I was like, wait, Fulbright-Clinton, wait, National Democratic Institute, what, what the fuck are those two things? So here we are, Bill. Yes. We're going to talk about those things more in the second half. We're going to um, kind of jump into what some of those connections are. Um, we're going to jump into some Obama connections because Tulsi Gabbard's saying, hey, this has Obama written all over it. Really? Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, we got these these two institutes that we got to at least you look into a little. At, at least acknowledge their existence. Yeah. Be like, all right, what the fuck are these? Because those stood out to me like immediately. I'm like, whoa. Fulbright-Clinton yeah. Fellowship, that sounds pretty ominous on its own yeah. right. So we'll get into that. It is about time for a break anyway. Okay. So so what do you think so far of this uh, Nina Jankowicz or Mouskowicz? She's pretty scary. <laughs> She's pretty scary. What do you think of her song first? Um, it, it, it was uh, clever. Um, was it? <laughs> well, again, getting that kind of words in that kind of song. I don't think she I mean, Obviously, no she's a Disney that. fan. She probably was recommended to Biden by Disney, to be honest. So, probably. Yeah, she, well, we have somebody. She maybe used to be that, Snow White. Maybe that's why Ron DeSantis <laughs> doesn't like her. Because Ron DeSantis hates oh, Disney. Oh, damn. I didn't even she's put that together. connected Clearly with Disney. Disney. Yes. And now he doesn't like her because she's connected with it. Wow. The string theory. The string, the string theory. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. I <laughs> blow this shit wide the open. Fuck? Does she have her own TikTok channel? Is that what that was? Uh, that was TikTok, yeah. That was on TikTok. I guess there's other videos of her singing other oh, like God. musicals and we, stuff. All too, right, so. We should have had a whole show of this then. <laughs> we should have. Maybe we'll just do a bonus <laughs> episode playing Nina Jankowitz wow. singing on TikTok. That that's that's just scary to me. That's just uh, uh, is it just she should like not them, be in charge of anything? Is it them trying to be like? It's kind of like uh, we talked about. Um, Shannon's still here. <laughs> oh, Shannon said, sorry. "Who isn't Hunter in bed with?" What? <laughs> I mean, he, he's in bed with Bo's wife. We know that, right? He's in probably uh, they're strippers, um, <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> uh, she also says, "LOL, good, LOL, Bill." I don't. I I don't know. Shannon, you're tired. I can't understand you. <laughs> but I still understand you more than Joe Biden. Anyway, I was saying, it's kind of like uh, the uh, what was the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner where they try to be relevant and funny, and they try to relate to us people with their witty humor right. and their their shtick, as they called it. Yeah. And this is her trying, and she's like, oh, I, I, I'm relevant. I'm on TikTok. Uh, so I and all I got to do is sing a song and shake my tits around and uh, I'll be relevant. Like, like, like is cool. that something they're gonna try to like show to like our preschoolers and be like, look guys, Disney songs. Yes, and they start singing. Uh, yeah, um, hide a lie, hide, hide a little lie. 
<laughs> they teach that in our schools. Uh, Good God, that's the public school system. That's what we got to look forward to. <laughs> anyway, it's about time for a break so Shannon can go to bed because <laughs> Shannon, you should stick around because we got more to talk about, but I know you're tired. We appreciate you joining we us. We do appreciate you sticking yes. around as long as you have because cuz yeah, you you're a true trooper. I don't know what you do for a living or how early you get up or maybe you're just lazy and want to sleep i don't know but either way you decided to stick around with us for a few minutes so thank you shannon thank you to everybody else who listens in the future or whatever have have put up with this this long but guess what it's not over it is not even close to being over because we have a whole second half to get into So we like to to split it up in in halves so that if you guys do decide, you know, this is insanity, this is really long, you can kind of cut us off at the break point and be like, I'm going to come back to this in a few minutes. Or you could just be badass and just ride the whole thing out in two and a half hours and then be like, you know, I didn't get the whole story the first time. I'm going to go back and re-listen to it a second time to make sure I didn't miss anything. We're going to get into break because now we're just rambling. Make sure Shannon didn't have anything else to say before before we get out of here. Shannon says, "You guys are the best. Thank oh. you, Shannon." She said she's been up since three a.m. Okay, okay, damn you! You should yeah. go to bed. Um, but if you don't go to bed, just stick around and just drowsily listen to us <laughs> ramble on. We are going to go to take a break. We'll be back in two or three minutes to uh, we got to refresh our drinks and and do all that fun stuff and give you guys a break from the insanity. So we'll be right back. In just a couple of minutes. You ready? You ready I'm for ready. break? Let's do it. I'm ready for break too. If I can find my break button. Here's my break button. Let's go. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I asked myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. to figure out my freaking Bluetooth mouse. I got a Bluetooth mouse and keyboard because I figured that would make things 
Easier. Easier because you don't got all the wires wrap around everything. But so much. it seems like every episode, the Bluetooth on my computer just like locks it up. Does. And I got to go turn it off and then wait a few seconds and go back in and turn it back on. Check. Check. Well, there's a delay, Bill. <laughs> Hello? So, technical difficulties. I was talking about my Bluetooth technical difficulties. I would take Bluetooth technical difficulties over my board just freezing up. My soundboard completely freezing up. Yes. So, we're back. We'll just edit that out as coming back from... Here, here let's do this. Watch this. didn't see that and we're back <laughs> i don't know what happened but my my soundboard like completely froze up it probably doesn't help that i never turn the damn thing off oh, it just sits yeah, on i, I probably should turn it off yeah. once in a while because that's all i did was turn it off and turn it back on oh, okay and that's all i needed yeah, you know it's like the typical techie troubleshoot oh, yeah, stuff right. like did you did you power it, it off and it, power it back on it plugged in it is plugged yes. in, but now yes. so it now it needed a break. That's all. You work it too hard. So thankfully, that happened right as we we're coming back from the break, right. and not and we noticed it right. because we noticed the only reason I noticed it is because the music cut out. Right. Yeah. If the music hadn't cut out, people would be like, "Why are the mouths moving?" But there, no words. There's coming no out. words, yeah. and nobody would probably decide to say anything. We right. would be sitting here talking. Hopefully, somebody would be nice enough to be like, "Hey guys, I can't hear anything." <laughs> Hopefully. With the last five minutes of the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we would have got, because it wasn't recording locally and it wasn't streaming, right. we yeah. would have got to the end and found out, hey, we've just been talking to our, literally talking to ourselves. <laughs> but it was a great show. Yeah. So we, I would just really, the first yes. half was good enough. Yeah. We just right, released right. that. So stick a fork in it. So I would have not even realized it till tomorrow night when I go to edit it and then I'm like oh, what the fuck Bill get over here now <laughs> we gotta redo this now why did nobody morning. tell us <laughs> alright so before we got rudely interrupted with technical difficulties yes. um, we were talking about the truth ministry yes and we had just talked a little bit about uh, what's her name Nina Mouskowitz yes Nina uh, what was her name Jankowicz Nina Jankowicz and her Disney musical and yes. how she um, is kind of a super spreader of misinformation, yes. disinformation, because she pushed the whole, oh, Hunter Biden's laptop is not real. Right. Yeah. Uh, Russian hoax is real. Yes. She was a, a, apparently she was a promoter of like lockdowns yes. yeah. and, and things like that. Sounds so, like a great person you want in charge of your on dis the disinformation yes. board. Yeah. But but don't worry, she's not gonna. This isn't gonna apply to oh, yeah, American, American citizens. Right, right. It's gonna only Just apply smugglers. to drugs or uh, people smugglers in Mexico and Russian right. bots and election fraud and of things course. like that. So don't worry. So let me get rid of the music again while it's uh, still playing. Um, thank God for that again. Yes. Thank God the music cut out because yes. that was the only tell that right, I something had. Something was wrong. That something was wrong. Yes. <laughs> and how ironic it was that it happened the week that Musk happened to buy Twitter. I know. You're right. talking uh, about our 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 board cutting out? No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe Jan, That's what Nina Mouskowitz. Yes, she heard us, and she's like. She cut us off. She cut us off. I, I think thought. that was it. So so let's, I, I told you Tulsi, um, oh, Tulsi, yeah, Gabbard Tulsi Gabbard said, 
So it says Tulsi Gabbard suggests Obama devised Biden's Ministry of Truth disinformation board. So she thinks this is right coming from him. I can see that. And she says on Twitter, she doesn't say much to have a whole article on it, but I mean, we're talking about it. So, but she had said Biden is just a front man. Obama on April 21st, on April 21st said social media censors don't go far enough, so the government needs to step up to do the job. 6 days later, Homeland Security rolls out the Ministry of Truth, aka the Disinformation Governance Board. So, do you want to watch that Obama clip to see what he had yeah, to say? Yeah, let's see it. So, this was 6 days before they released this okay. um minist- this truth ministry. Now, the good news is is that almost all the big tech platforms now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms, and they're investing in large teams of people to monitor it. Given the sheer volume of content, this strategy can feel like a game of whack-a-mole. He still hasn't hasn't stopped his long, dramatic pauses where you're not sure if the video froze or not, and you're just like, wait... He, Wait, he, did that just freeze? Took speaking tips from Captain Kirk. <laughs> yes. No, that was more like a game. Oh, wow. A mole. <laughs> that was not bad. Still, uh, in talking to people at these companies, I believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages in hate speech, encourages violence, or poses a threat to public safety. They genuinely are concerned about it. They want to do something about it. But while content moderation Come on. can limit the distribution of clearly <laughs> dangerous <Tuck>. content, <laughs> it doesn't go far enough. Yeah, content, um, the, the moderators don't go nearly far enough. I mean, good on them. Good effort is basically what it says. Right, but right. they're, they're yeah. not going nearly far enough. Right. And again, is it a coincidence that he's coming out with the speech the same time that Musk is coming out saying we need less content right. moderation oh, on I'm Twitter sure and more like open dialogue, more right. what do I, they call I, it? like public square I mean, let's dialogue. Let's face it, who was the last superstar the Democratic Party had? Obama. Right. So <laughs> Musk, who's currently you know like I don't know uh, libertarian conservative you know golden boy right now, they needed to bring out their big buck. Their big guy, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I'm surprised Oprah's not out there. Right, Oprah, hand in hand with Obama. Yeah, but yeah, it just conveniently six days before he comes out and says, "Hey, social media is not doing enough job to, you know, censor or or not censor, but protect yeah. against misinformation." So basically, uh, who's going to do that? Right. Who are you going to call? Uh, right. The government, obviously. Because and and that's Tulsi's take on that. I want to yeah. hear more of what she has to say about it but yeah. the fact that she's pointing at Obama saying hey uh she she said Biden's just the front man and this yeah. this came down from Obama and right. Biden's just kind of the puppet like right. we've said forever like or we suggested um possibly uh, Obama's the right. one pulling the strings yeah right like when he showed up at the White House and everybody was kind of kissing Kiss, his ass kind of kind of kissing his ass, kissing his ass. And he was kissing his own ass and <laughs> freaking uh, uh what's Kamala her name? Harris Kamala was, was on there on knees. his jack and yeah, yeah she was right. on her knees and and Biden was wandering around in the corner <laughs> Hey guys, isn't it great to be in the White House? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been years since I've been here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me back, Barack. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like what the it's fuck? Like the good old days. So let's we we, we briefly mentioned. Um, <laughs> I just was thinking it'd be hilarious if he's like, it's like the good old days. It's me and you brought Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so the private sector doesn't go far enough, obviously. So we have these government organizations that can do the work for us because we need, obviously, Big Brother to step up of course. and protect individual liberties. I mean, what a better way to protect individual liberties and your your privacy than um, having Big Brother step up right. and do the job for you. Right. Big Brother will watch you to make sure your privacy is protected. Yeah, right. <laughs> Again, just back to that uh, that doublespeak, like redefining what is truth and what's not yeah. truth. So um, I had talked about, before we got into the, the half and then the technical difficulties, we had read that um, What's-Her-Nuts, Mouskowitz, Jankowicz, good God, why can't people have easier to say names? <laughs> right. Jankovic, um said, <laughs> or it, the articles, and it was more than one article mentioned this, that she was a member of the National Democratic Institute and also a member of the Fulbright Clinton Fellowship. Yes. And do you know what she did with the National, or the Fulbright Clinton Fellowship. Let me get back to that first article we had read because that one we we had skipped the parts about Jankowitz yes. and moved on because I said we'd come back to it. So yeah. I wanted to read a little bit about what they said about her on that one. Okay. So that was the one that was from WTSP.com. Uh, let's see. The board and its leaders is what this section says. <clears throat> the new board will be led by Nina Jankowitz a disinformation researcher and global fellow at fellow? Wilson Center, a think tank. That's Wilson Center. It's a think uh, tank. One of those think tanks where yes. they don't actually Would have be... to tell you what they're thinking about, <laughs> right. but they yes. think about all the horrible things yes. that they want to do to us. That's and what Wilson, they... is that named after Wood, Wood, Woodrow Wilson Mo- by chance? Probably. Oh, well, that's beautiful. According to her online biography, she advised the Ukrainian government on strategic communication through the Fulbright Clinton Public what, Policy Fellowship. What year was fellowship. this? Um, I want to say... Well, all right, so I don't know what year she went. I'm not sure. But um, I do want to talk about this Fulbright-Trump thing first. Yes. Or Trump. Clinton. Clinton thing. Sorry, same same yeah. person. I don't right. know. <laughs> D- different wig, different hair, same person. Uh, at a glance, so this is, uh, no, that's the other one. Which one is this? <laughs> There's two programs. Oh, yeah, right here. So, she, uh, she advised Ukraine policies through this Fulbright Clinton Public Policy Fellowship, which is now called the Fulbright Public Policy Fellowship. They oh, axed Clinton right up, out of it. They asked Clinton out of it, and what I what I had read was they asked Clinton out of it during uh, the Trump administration because he was like cutting a lot of government funding, so they yes. didn't want uh, they they were afraid that if they had Clinton's name on it, that would be one of the first foundations to get axed because, um, you know, the history behind oh yeah Trump and right. Clinton. Well, the the, the later history, right. not the earlier history, yeah, where, where they're buddies, where they're buddies, yes. but the later history where they hate each other. Yes. So they they drop Clinton's name out of that. Uh, unfortunate for her because even the Clinton Foundation, I think, was like, well, that yeah. wasn't very nice. <laughs> right. So 2017, so, she was in Ukraine. Okay, so not too many years. But ago. after the after the the American takeover, the Fulbright Public Policy Fellowship is a component of the Fulbright U.S. Scholarship Program. 
Fulbright Public Policy Fellows are early to mid-career professionals who serve in professional placements as special assistants in foreign government ministries or institutions to work public policy challenges in areas of joint U.S. host government interests. So it sounds like people that, like, you know, influence the policies right. in foreign countries. It sounds kind of like a foreign exchange program for, right. like, these big shots in government sure. where they go get their foreign policy experience and then yeah. they come back here and they're like, well, I got all this foreign right. policy yeah, experience right. because I was a fellow at the Fulbright right. Public I'm Policy. I'm going to run for senator now. Yeah, or I'm going to be the disinformation <laughs> right. czar. Yes. They provide their expertise, quote unquote, while gaining hands-on public sector experience. That's exactly what it is. Like, to get them their... Their public sector, their and their foreign policy experience. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. They put this together to push some of these up and comings yeah. into. So you you know how somebody runs for president and they're like, well, what foreign policy um, experience does that person have? Yeah. Well, it sounds like this is kind of like a a, a scholarship program to yeah. to to push them into some sort of. Um, it's funny because even Wikipedia does not mention the Clinton connection <laughs> I, to the Fulbright. I, I know. That's crazy. Say, so, well, the it was founded in 2012, just a couple of years before the, the whole Ukraine fiasco. It says they provide oh, I read that. It says the Fulbright Opportunity focused on public policy was launched as a special program within the Fulbright US student program in 2012 to increase collaboration and strengthen public institutions in host countries. So strengthen the like democracy and institutions in these foreign countries is basically oh, what so it sounds like. Basically, probably affiliated with the NED then. Oh, just <laughs> okay. Just I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Just wait. My bad. The program was transitioned to the Fulbright U.S. Scholar Program in 2018 in anticipation of placements beginning in 2019. As part of the Scholar Program, Fulbright. Uh, public policy fellows have an elevated level of career experience and expertise as well as more flexible grant period to accommodate the professional schedules of early to mid-career professionals. <laughs> so again, it's just throwing them in this experience to right. say they did something, but yeah. then they're also meddling probably in foreign affairs as well. How, would you hate to be like in a committee with her and then you know she throws that around a lot. Well, I was a Fulbright fellow. Yeah, I was a and fellow. Like, oh, come what on. Were you? And she was a fellow at the Wilson Institute, oh, too, right, or whatever. Yes. So it says, um, Fulbright commissions and host country governments coordinate appropriate professional placements for candidates in public policy areas, fields including, but not limited to, civil rights, agriculture, economic development, education, energy, environment, Information technology, justice, law, post-conflict reconciliation, public health, public finance, transportation, and women's issues advancements. So nothing of any value. It sounds like they have their hands in just about everything, right. though. In its inaugural cycle as part of the Fulbright U.S. Scholar Program, four partner governments have been identified to pilot this award. So there's four governments that they're connected with. Okay. Burma, Cote d'Ivoire, Peru, and Ukraine. So... Mm. It's probably the new Haiti for the Clintons, right. and then yes. then Haiti happened, and they're like, you know, we don't really want your name yeah. on this because <laughs> yeah. you, you don't bring much to us. Right. But speaking of having a tarnished name on this, do you know who Fulbright was? Uh, the name's familiar, but no. I, I I'm not know. entirely sure, but apparently he was a segregationalist and an anti-Semite. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, because it's this, this one goes clear back to 
2016, so not that much earlier. <laughs> but it says, anyone has anyone asked Hillary Clinton if the segregationist and anti-Semite J. William Fulbright was a deplorable? Seems like a reasonable question since we're playing this game. After all, her name is on the prestigious Fulbright Hillary or Fulbright Clinton Public Policy Fellowship. Fulbright wasn't just a nut with despicable ideas about minorities. He was gifted, influential politician who for decades worked to keep races segregated through state force. He signed the Southern Manifesto. He actually helped edit it. He opposed Brown versus Board. He filibustered the Civil Rights Act and voted against the 65 Voting Rights Act. He even voted against Hawaiian statehood to keep its large non-white population out of the union. Jeez, what a dick. And so they're like... You know, Clinton's name doesn't sound that good, but we're gonna keep Fulbright. That's what I was just thinking. It's like we got Clinton Fulbright. Well, Trump is a racist. He yeah. won't act a yeah, racist. Right, right. Hillary, man, she's bad. We just need to get the Clinton name off of there. <laughs> Before leaving the spotlight, Fulbright took up another fight going on national television in 1973 to warn Americans about the nefarious Jewish influence in Congress. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that that's Fulbright. So you got right. Fulbright, who was. Full-blown racist. <laughs> yes. I mean, they talk about Trump being racist. Yeah. This guy was, like, admittedly yeah. racist. Right. Yeah. And any policy that's like, you know, we kind of might want to include some black people. He's like, nope. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't want... But, oh, Hawaiians? Yeah. Are you see, do you see how dark they're... <laughs> no. Do you absolutely. really want that influence in the United States? <laughs> oh, God. You would be like that... Uh, do you remember that episode of Community with the trampoline in the back and the groundskeeper? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So that one sounds a little bit about like uh, foreign meddling, right? Yes. I mean, they, they everything about that institute was a little bit flowery, though. It was right, right. It was it was hard to make the dark connections that we like to make, but but the National Democratic Institute, on the other hand, yes. First of all, the National Democratic Institute or the National Democratic Institute for International Affairs, which mm. you know when you throw – it sounds better to call it the National Democratic Institute. It's like, oh, no, they, they support yes. democracy. Right. They might be affiliated with the Democrat Party. Who knows? Right. But if you add the internal affairs onto there, it immediately sounds like foreign meddling because that's – it right. says it right there, international affairs. Yeah. The, Democratic Institute for International Affairs. It's a nonpartisan, yeah, right. That's why there's a national Republican and a national Democratic one, right. but it's nonpartisan somehow. Interesting. Uh, a nonprofit, right? Right. We know how that goes. Yeah. American NGO, non governmental. There's the magic yeah, word. Right. That works with partners in developing countries to increase the effectiveness of democratic institutions. Mm. Doesn't that sound warm the cockles of your heart? I feel very, my cockles are warm. You want to know more about it? I do. I really do. The NDA, the NDI was founded in 1983, shortly after Congress created the National Endowment for Democracy. Boom. Right. There it is, yep. right there. It yep. says, yep. the NED's creation was followed by the establishment of three related institutes. The Center for International Private Enterprise, again, that's probably an oxymoron, the right. National Democratic Institute for International Affairs, yep. and the National Republican in, uh, Institute for International Affairs. The endowment serves as the umbrella organization for the other three institutes. 
And if you don't know what we're talking about, the NED, the National Endowment for Democracy, we did an entire episode focused on that and how they do in they were the ones that do in public what the CIA did in private, yes. like flipping uh, governments, uh, like overthrows over like uh, government overthrows yeah, color like, revolutions yeah th- those kinds of things yeah. they but they're a, an ngo so yes. so they can do it because but even though they're single-handedly funded by yeah. the government but they're yeah. a non-profit ngo yeah. and now this national this ndi the national democratic institute for international affairs which nina jankovic's was part of they're directly underneath umbrella program. So it sounds like both wow. of the organizations she's been in have been directly involved in like foreign meddling. Yes. But the ironic part about it is this. She's concerned about foreign meddling here. Yeah. And that's yes. that's what this whole uh misinformation like is fight ironic, is against is against foreign meddling, like Russian meddling. When like her entire life seems to have been like she was there in Ukraine. Mm. In like 2016, you don't think working with one or the other or oh, yeah. both institutes. Victoria, what's her face? Newman? Is yeah, that Noonan, what her name is? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what they single handedly like hand selected yeah. the, the undemocratically elected president of Ukraine. Right. But she's concerned about foreign meddling. Like oh, that yeah. that's the gravest yeah. threat to our democracy. But yeah. we can go do it all over the place oh, yeah. over there. That's that's perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about that. Let's see. Somebody commented. Oh, cool. Oh, it's my mom, and she left a bunch of cats. Oh. Hi, Mom. I'm Mrs. Smolt. You can call her Mom. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't do that. That'd be weird. (laughs) All right, let me get back to my notes and figure out. Mom's cats interrupted me. So... (laughs) Let me get back. Let me read on with this one, because there was some, some extra stuff here about the NDI. The NDI is nonpartisan and does not operate in the United States. It takes no position on U.S. elections. However, it has loose affiliation with the Democratic Party and is a cooperating organization with the, liber- with the liberal international. But they're, they're nonpartisan, don't you know? <laughs> yes. So I, <clears throat> here's their activity in different countries. Okay, all right. I, I can't read all of it, but I wanted to focus primarily on Ukraine first. In the 2000s, the NDI worked with election monitoring organizations such as the Committee of Ukraine Voters to provide financial and technical assistance to develop election monitoring capabilities. Wow. It, wow. Do you think... Well, so, let's say, for example, some organization from Russia were to come here and say, you know, we're going to help you develop election monitoring capabilities and tech and provide financial and technical assistance for your election right. voting machines. Yeah. What do you think uh <laughs> what do you think everybody would say? Especially like this disinformation yeah, czar. Here. I, I I would think they would have a problem with that. <laughs> I would think that they may think that they have a horse in the race. Says the monitoring played a salient role in popular uprising against electoral fraud during the Orange Revolution. Which was in 2004. I didn't even know there was a Ukraine revolution in 2004. You know, every 10 years. Yeah, I guess. That's how it goes. Apparently in the United States, they don't operate in the United States, but they are partnered with Gov2U. Look that up while we... Gov2U? Gov... With the number two? G-O-V number two, letter U. Oh, that's Because they they don't operate here, but they're partnered with Gov2U, who was, I guess, acquired by Skittle. (laughs) 
Skittle. Skittle. Oh. S-C-Y-T-L. I don't know. It looks... Okay. All right, so while you're looking that up... Here we go. I primarily wanted to focus on Ukraine because that's where she spent her time, right? Yes. When she was in these organizations was Ukraine. And that's the big topic right now is Ukraine. But then I happen to see this Venezuela one here, too. You got it? Yes. All right, go ahead. Gov2U is a nonprofit, non-governmental organization. Always. Yes. Which which, means they make a profit from the government. Absolutely. (laughs) Which they're funded directly by. Which was founded in 2005 by a group of visionary professionals from the fields of legislative information and communication technology, or the ICT, and community activism. Right from the start, and for nearly 10 years, we have contributed to the new, at the time, field of e-democracy and citizen participation through the use of ICT with all of our resources. We have initiated and upheld campaigns to inform the citizens about the necessity and the advantages of their participation in decision-making. So voting, 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 voting. So, oh, they don't participate here in the United States, but they are partnered directly with uh, voting For Gov2U, the freedom of speech, the right to express one's views, is one of the most important aspects of democracy. As long as it's the right view. Today, even more than ever, we strongly believe that technology can play a key role in connecting voices and make them heard. As long as it's the right view. Yes. Uh... We are, as an innovative organization, Gov2U continues to trigger change. (laughs) Whatever. So it sounds like... Yes, but it sounds like they're big in Europe. Kind of like the Beatles were. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so it sounds like they're not operating directly in the United States, but they're partnered with organizations that do the exact same thing in the United States. Yes. The access to the Internet is a human right. However, we want to ensure that this will be achieved without censorship and restrictions of speech. Ironic. Ultimately, we are striving for the development of an international legal framework that will be protecting the e-citizen. The e-citizen. Sounds pretty meta to me. Yes, very, actually. So let's talk about—let's read this paragraph about Venezuela because— Because it caught my eye, too. It says, according to an article in Jacobin, after the death of Hugo Chavez, the NDI provided funding and training for the Democratic Unity Roundtable, or MUD coalition. MUD? Yes. (laughs) Of opposition parties in Venezuela. MUD used the NDI's assistance to create a voter database and target swinging voters through Facebook. Huh. In Venezuela. Wow. A U.S. non-governmental organization yes. targeting swinging voters, which I, I'm hoping they're talking about like voters on the fence <laughs> and not, and not, not like swing or, or <laughs> swinger parties. Right, like. right. <laughs> but the same person that was connected to this organization would throw a bitch fit oh, yeah. about, I mean, they, they specifically talk about like Russia meddling in elections, Russian influence on election, Russian yeah. misinformation on elections. How much of that targeting swinging voters through Facebook do you think was misinformation in Venezuela to right. go in our benefit? Yeah. We did the same damn thing yep. in other countries to their voting. I mean, all this this organization in is, is we talked about the United States. It was voting. Venezuela yeah. was voting. Yeah. Ukraine was voting. Uh, Ireland. NDI provides support for Social Democratic and Labor Party in Northern Ireland to strengthen its democratic principles. Uh, Nicaragua, 
they participated in the NED's broader programs, such as the Nicaraguan Revolution. Oh, wow. That yeah. was very nice of them. Uh, in Chile, the NDI started activities in 85. Its programs promoted free elections, working together with the opposition leaders. In 88, it participated in the U.S. campaign for the No at the Chilean National Plebiscite. The United States Congress budgeted this campaign with U.S. $1 million. So they, they, they gave funding yeah, to even the though Chilean they're campaign. Well, the Senate, it sounds like, approved some of this. Oh. Um, so voting meddling in foreign yes. countries, voter yes. meddling in foreign countries, voting meddling in our country. But, but the, I mean— she, she, I guess, would be the perfect candidate for this oh, to absolutely. block voting med- voter meddling in, from foreign countries because she has the the market cornered. Yeah. She knows exactly how it's done. So she, she, I guess, would be the one that would look and be like, that's foreign meddling because I know because I did it. Right, exactly. In both my organizations, yes. I did it. I'm an so expert. So I am an expert. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? The guy who plays on Titanic. Leonardo. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the one where he's like the forge? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, con yeah, yeah. He's uh, like catch the, me if you can. Yeah, catch me if you can. He's like so good at like defrauding, like check defraud right, and yeah. stuff that they the bring FBI him in. hired him yes. to find <laughs> fraudulent checks because he was an expert in the yes. field. So that's what She's it sounds so like. She's so good at she, disinformation. They decided to bring her in <laughs> to to uh, recognize disinformation. I like it. So, wow! And yes. she can sing a Mad Mary Poppins oh, yeah, song. She so can. I mean, it's just freaking insane to me that we can scream so much about foreign meddling, but we have organizations who are dedicated to voter meddling and like funding yeah. candidates in other countries. Not only funding, but also like providing voting technology. I mean, we we bitched about like the voting machines over here, how they, yeah, blah blah blah. But uh, we do it everywhere. Right. We have organization again, like the NED. It's not technically the government, so they can do it in public. What the CIA had to like sneak yeah. around into. These are non-governmental organizations, fully funded by the government, right? That are going around and meddling in. Ukraine elections and Venezuelan elections, and probably here pretty soon Russian elections. I mean, yeah. you know it. You know it. It's such a fucking double standard. Yeah. And so then we have to hire this person to make sure that doesn't happen to us right. and make sure we protect democracy, yeah. make sure we protect our privacy by, uh, um, by putting a cap on free speech, right. by not allowing certain information mm-hmm. to get in from the other countries or certain information yeah. to flow freely. Because we can't just have this, like, no. the wild, wild no. west, you right. know? Yeah. We talked about this back yeah, a couple like weeks to, ago. Yeah. We can't just let information flow all willy-nilly yeah. across the interwebs right. or democracy could be at stake. And we got to protect democracy. And I guess we were protecting democracy over there by meddling, so right. we do the same just here. Just do the same here. Yeah, it's just like... Because nobody knows democracy better than our government, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Help us help you. <laughs> so do you think this is really—we're we're, about—I'm I'm about out of my notes here, but yeah. um, do you really think this is about, like, protecting the privacy, protecting no. civil rights? No. It's about controlling you, the information. Do you even think they know what protecting privacy and civil no. rights means anymore? Do you, no. Do you think they 
have got to the point where they believe what they're saying? Yeah. Or do you think they're just actually, do you think they're trying to mislead us? Or do you think they're so stupid that they actually think they're doing good? No. Well, uh, yeah, uh, that's the thing is I think they're so fucking arrogant that they feel like they can they can keep democracy going in our con- democracy, yeah. right? Democracy in quotes, going in our country because by by keeping us corralled, yeah, right, by keeping us neutered, by keeping us under their thumb, and, and telling us what we need to do. And and hey, you can take your kids to the park, right? You can watch football. You can sing your national anthem, right? Can you really be free without us controlling the amount of free? Right. Can can and you, that's yeah. Can you really enjoy freedom if everybody was actually just allowed yeah. to just all I mean right. just say whatever they want yeah. what Cuz do you feel free when you're on Twitter and then somebody puts an offensive post don't you feel like you're you're being oppressed? Yeah. Right? Or or when 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 you read something that's a blatant lie I mean that that's obviously a threat to yeah. your freedom and, and your safety and security, right? Yeah. And, and your and health, it, your public health. Yeah, it's not even it's not even cuz they talk about protecting privacy, protecting civil rights yeah. and stuff. But that's not what I mean, she's flowering it up here, but when it's part of the Department of Homeland Security, it's not just oh, it's a, it's to protect your freedom. It's right. like this is a fucking national threat right. to our country yeah. as we know it. This is this is the threat at the highest level yeah. if the the Freaking Department yeah. of Homeland Security. Well, first of all, the Department of Homeland Security is like protecting us here. So it's not about yeah. outside. It's about us. Right. It's domestic. Here. It's domestic. Right. So it will get turned on us. Oh, it, it will. It absolutely it will. will. So if you think this is a good idea and you think you're out there like, well, uh, freaking Tulsi Gabbard is a freaking moron for saying this, or Ron DeSantis is a moron for calling this the Ministry of Truth. Yeah. I mean, maybe. On paper, this is what they're. That's what they're saying. It is. It's oh, it's to protect us from outside. It's like yeah. a force field around right. us. You know, right? It's gonna protect everything us in here, and it's a force field. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's just gonna. Yeah, it is. It will turn on us if yeah. it's not already the intention of it. Mm-hmm. It will flip on us Absolutely. in a heartbeat, and they can yeah. use that as precedent to say, you know what, that that uh, story that you tell told there, like the Hunter Biden laptop story, that was probably most likely Russian disinformation. Yeah. So we can block that from Twitter because Elon Musk isn't going to do it. Right. So we got to block that from Twitter, even though it had nothing to do with Russia. Right. It was freaking Hunter Biden's laptop. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, it's, and that's and that's the thing. I think things like the the Hunter Biden laptop, right, that, that got out, that is potentially damaging to Biden, which uh-huh. if it got out, Things like the the COVID, the things with like the vaccine, the things like um, Ukraine and Russia, right? And and with the midterm elections coming up, yeah. And with Elon Musk getting hold of Twitter, it, it's like okay, we thought we had control over the information, and obviously we don't. Yeah, we so still we, got Facebook, but Twitter being a private entity right. now from a loose cannon like Elon Musk, right? right yeah, we can't allow that. So yeah. now it's time to, right? We need to put the as, screws down, as Obama said. It's not. They're not doing enough. Yeah. We're we're not doing enough. We need to do yeah. more. And then six yeah. days later, this big vast net, like the Department yeah. of Homeland Security, well, comes out and yeah. can just scoop but, up everything. But you they know, miss. you know that because remember, um, when was it that uh, uh, it was after January sixth? I think where um, 
where uh, the the head of um, Facebook and the head of Twitter met with the White House, to, and they came out and they were like, you know, oh, we're we're gonna do everything we can, but you know, um, yeah. we're partnering with the government to to yeah. do more, and so you know they were in on this. Oh yeah, you know you yeah. know that they had a say and be like, well, this is what you should look for, this is what we can do, and stuff like that. I remember even back on th- that Time article that said they game planned the whole election oh, yeah. and how it could go and stuff. They uh the the war gamers met with the big yeah. te- uh, social media giants. At yeah. least, like, uh, uh, Zuckerberg and his wife, yeah. remember, were in on it. I can't remember. I think they met with uh, uh, yeah, Dorsey, the, too. Yeah, Dorsey was in on it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, they so, were all on the plane. So when they, when, and their their big dry erase board, right, where they have, like, their, their p- pillars of, of information, they lost one of their big pillars. Yeah, Twitter Musk, fell yeah. to Musk. And so now and they Musk's need to... And Musk's out there like, <laughs> yeah, <"Fuck> you! <laughs> exactly. So they're like, okay, how can we re- get control of this, you know, in case something happens to Facebook or Todd ta- brings MySpace back, you know, Tom, we Tom, 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 sorry, sorry, Tom, I didn't mean to re- disrespect, <laughs> um, but and so this is their way that they can kind of gain a foothold again. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, again, it's to control the information, it's control to control the narrative. the narrative. Yeah, exactly, that's exactly. what it is. And yeah, I mean, with all the COVID misinformation out there, you know, they're gonna go yeah. after that first. But but doesn't it piss you off that they're they're bringing their NED NDI? bullshit into our country to to yeah. because they can't control their own damn citizens yes right yes uh, it's worked over in those countries yeah. let's bring she to her to here yeah we we can't trump got elected and and uh, we can't control social media so we need to bring some of our those policies here to the right. united states so we can get our country under control yes that's exactly what it is and the the Stupid part of it is it, they're obviously using Russia as the scapegoat to start this, just like they yeah. did with everything else. Oh, like, yeah. like, oh, Russia's the cause of yeah. the Russian war is the cause of inflation. The Russian war is the cause of all this misinformation right. com- coming in. Yeah. So we gotta. I mean, this is just specifically for Russia, yeah. but then you know that their biggest threat is like, oh, COVID misinformation, vaccine misinformation, this misinformation here, misinformation for all of you. So, I mean, it's good. They're going to be like, hey, Nina, um, yeah, you're doing a great job over there, but what can we do to clean up this? Well, obviously, all we got to do is say, well, this vaccine misinformation and COVID misinformation came from Russia. I mean, that's all you got to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we only got 70% of vaccinations in the United States. That's horrible. Or Mexican smugglers. Oh, yeah. Yes, right. You can't forget those because Mexican smugglers are really good about social media. Isn't that the most bizarre one that they threw in (laughs) there? Of all the ones they threw in, I would have thought they would have brought up COVID misinformation before they brought up, oh, smugglers (laughs) are spreading misinformation, (laughs) which is causing... The border crisis. Right. I thought that was so weird. That, yeah. Like, right, it didn't right. fit any... It, yeah. It's it, like, it just was so out of place. It's, yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah, they could have come from any other direction, but they decided to go with Mexican smugglers. Well, they had well, they had to come up with some non-domestic yeah. thing. Well, and something and that the two you biggest, can't really prove. Yeah, well, obviously. So, and, but yeah, the two biggest crises right now that they're dealing with is, like, Russia, obviously, mm-hmm. and the border crisis. Right. So if we can mush that all into misinformation yeah. then we can have a reason to form right. this big entity here yeah. because it's not domestic we're not coming after what did you say uh what's the homeland security guy homeland security guy that mallorca oh yeah Ma- on the Mayorkas. break yeah, on yeah, the yeah, break yeah. he come out and made very clear this yeah. isn't this isn't 
geared towards U.S. Yeah. citizens. It's obviously the the Mexican yeah. smugglers, Just like and it's the obviously Patriot the Russians. Not geared towards American. Citizens. No, but we can revise a couple yeah, right, lines right. in that, yeah. and easy. Get really damn easy. Yeah. So, and what what the hell are you guys going to do, the Democrats? Right, if Trump is reelected, <laughs> and now he has the Ministry of Truth at his back. Oh God! Well, that's <laughs> that, we say that about uh, like we talked about. When the Nazis gained their foothold in propaganda because yeah. they had all 100% control over yeah. the radio waves, which would be like the social media today. And the Nazis didn't have to fire one shot at the, yeah. the radio waves to gain control. It's the, the people that were trying to prevent the Nazis from taking power took 100% control yeah. of the radio waves yeah. so that the information about the Nazis couldn't get spread. But then the Nazis took over... And now they just handed them yeah. control of the radio waves. Right. So they just helped their propaganda arm. So uh, like like what you were saying, if they're so afraid of Trump misinformation, they take full control of social media for the government. Mm. I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but let's say they did, and then Trump gets reelected. Guess who has now full yeah. control of the social media? Right. You done fucked yourself. Right. Yeah. And nobody thinks things no, through. Nobody, nobody <laughs> thinks like that. But they're just hoping, again, like they did yeah. the last Trump election, they're hoping that this is going to rein in everything so that they can control right. um, the demise that's going to come in the midterm elections right. and potentially the demise that will come in the next presidential right. Absolutely. election. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's all I got for this one. This has been fun. So you, yeah. so when they say this isn't the Ministry of Truth, what 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 do you say to that? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> do you think this is for our freedoms no. and our our no. our uh, it's, privacy? That's the yeah. funny one when they're like, yeah. "Oh, this is for your privacy. Yeah. We're going to monitor every liberties. monitoring everything you say yeah. and everything you read for your privacy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to protect your privacy." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. That's all the time we got for this week. Thanks for everybody who I see are listening and uh, people that chimed in. Thanks, Mom, for the cats. Um, what do you all think about this? You think this is a good idea? You think this is a bad idea? Yeah, do you, you think it's to protect your privacy and, and your civil liberties? Or you think it's just to control what you yeah. say and what you post? To control what we do here. Right, yeah. Because that's what's inevitably coming. Because oh, how yeah. many times during the Russian-Ukraine war did we quote the Russian Times. Yeah, right. Or play videos directly yeah. from the right, Russian yeah. Times. And and you know we weren't the only ones. Oh, no. So, I mean, a lot of people were like, but what about over here? He's like, but you... And they're no, like, don't that, stop looking at don't that. Don't look over there. So yeah. now the government's going to be like, well, that's easy. We'll just well, block yeah, this out you for you. you can't see that. Look yeah, we'll at just, that. Look, look over easy? there. Now just focus There's nothing here. to look at over yeah. here. So. <laughs> Do not pay attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> exactly. Don't even pay attention to the curtain. Yeah, there exactly. is no curtain. There is no curtain. A curtain That's right. I, I see his feet sticking. <laughs> <laughs> just look over there. We got to get out of here. Make sure you check us out. Share this all over social media. There is a button somewhere in this area right here that, that is the like and the subscribe and the, the share might be right here. Um you see it? No. It's there somewhere. Okay, all right. I take your word yeah. for it. Yeah, on YouTube and on Facebook sure. and Twitter, there's a like and subscribe and share. Make sure you take the time to do that. Share the shit all over the place. Um, we like to expose garbage for garbage, and that's what this seems to be is just yeah. more bullshit coming yes. out of a way <laughs> to power-hungry government. Especially when they get Scary Poppins on there singing Scary songs. Poppins. That's good. I like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, so share this all over because somebody else want, needs to hear this. Some, somebody else needs to be exposed yeah. to this stuff so that we can, I guess, push back against this a little bit as much right. as we can because we're going to keep doing this. We're going to yeah. keep pushing back as long as we have a show. And once we don't have a show, we'll get a ham radio or something and keep yeah, pushing back. signals. Yeah, we'll find yeah. some way to push back. So we'll just stand on a literal soapbox with a bullhorn right. and do our podcast on a soapbox with a bullhorn. Yes, that would like be it. awesome. Just like the good old days. So I welcome to the Break the Bell podcast, <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Actually, I have seen somebody out on a corner yeah. with a bullhorn I in the last too, six but months. He wasn't saying anything good. <laughs> no, usually insane people. Yes. <laughs> on that note. Have a great rest of your week. Make sure you check us out live for the weekend wrap-up sometime this weekend. Not sure when because of Mother's Day and my birthday and shit coming up. Um, otherwise, be back here Monday night for another show. Same time, same channel, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, invite your friends, invite your grandmas and your wives and your sister wives and all those people. Interesting. <laughs> you ready to go? Yeah, let's go. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On the Run podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.